Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. And you're listening to The The Big Big Ones! Ones. Each week we discuss new moral dilemmas, ranging from historical problems to relationship dilemmas to brain-busting moral choices. I did it wrong. That's okay. The conversations can be confusing because, but they're always fun to discuss because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Well, you like what you see, Jen Zaborowski. Oh, did we say your last name right? You did. Well, it's like tomato, tomato. It okay. can be Zaborowski or Zabrowski. Either which do you say? Uh, I I kind of switch it up. Wow. What? But what was the way I I said it might be pronounced earlier? It was like. I think it was Zaborowski. Zaborowski. You are correct. It, it, it is. Zaborowski. Zabra- like Swazar- Swazarski. <laughs> it is Zaborowski. But you like I just Zabrowski. say, I'm Jen Zaborowski. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Again, people call you Browski? Uh, no, I've never had, I've never gotten a Browski. I've gotten Jen, Jen Zab, Jen Zabs, Jen Z, uh, Z, or just Zabrowski. Some people call me just. Hmm. And Jen is a writer and actress and the host of the upcoming podcast, We Need to Talk About Britney, that you should keep your eyes peeled for in May. That's a Britney right. Spears podcast. And you're going to be seen in the Netflix Netflix movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Netflix movie with Kristen Bell. The cruise oh, ship yes. comedy. And, What's it called? And Frasier and Kelsey Grammer. It's called Like Father. When does that come out? I think... I don't know. <laughs> well, this is all we usually plug at the end, but we're plugging now. Oh, but I just like to give it's end. like that was her bio. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't what I, a bio. <laughs> I don't understand the difference between a bio and a plug. It's all the same. When you have a guest on, do they ever do they comment about about this beautiful room? Um, yes. Yeah, you yeah, sometimes they do. Yeah, they do usually off air. Oh, okay. So as not to make themselves vulnerable. Mm, mm, this room is beautiful. Thank, thank you. you. It is a nice overcast day. I like how day. I said thank you. <laughs> I think I had anything to do Maria with it. does live here now. Like she's over here so much that now when we have people come over for podcasting or whatever, she gives them the tour. Well, one time she was in the bathroom and I was like, well, I guess I'll just, I said there used to be a wall here, which I had heard Amanda say once. <laughs> come on in. Let me give you the tour. I'll show you around. Yeah. Yeah. And and even when we came in here, you were like, Matt did all this I always rock say that. work or whatever it is yeah i really thought you were screwing with me i wasn't i wasn't he's Um, um, a mason or whatever it's called he's amazing (laughs) he's emaciated (laughs) well jen thank you so much for coming on we are so happy to have you you know um newsflash this is going to shock people a little bit but this is actually the last episode of season two I know, I we, know. I know. Am I a part of a finale? You're the season, the finale. season finale. Oh, wow. We just, that is so... <laughs> so we got to wow. tie it all up. I feel yeah. really, really 
nervous. You know, our, <laughs> our first season was 10 episodes. I think we're at 13 or 14 right now in our second season because we just wanted to go a little extra. But we need a we need a second. Yeah, we're going to take a couple weeks off and, um, you know, kind of build up our reservoir of episodes and then come back with a vengeance. Um, in the meantime, though, if you're wanting more Big Ones content, you should join our Patreon because there's no break there. <laughs> We're going to continue to release really special content. So, Jen, before we get into the big, big one, we like to ask our guests, do you have any small dilemmas or big dilemmas in your life that you'd like to... To tell the big ones? Yeah. Yeah. I... Um, <laughs> Well, I have like a, I have a dark one and one that's a little bit lighter. I think I'm just going to go with the one that's a little bit lighter. Ooh, okay. Okay. And then if we want more, we yeah. can go there. Okay. Great. Um, uh, I'm having some work done on my house right now, mm-hmm. and they put a um the the contractors put a uh, a porta potty out front, mm-hmm. and so it's in the driveway. This porta potty, it's big porta potty, bright blue, and um. And people have been using it who don't, who aren't a part of the 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 who? people working on the house. Who? So, um, uh, a FedEx guy. No, um, no, that one was a that was embarrassing. I came outside <gasps> and I was rushing to leave, and uh, and a FedEx fan was blocking me. And <gasps> I I live in a canyon. There isn't a lot of parking, so I thought. Our driveway is kind of, kind of, there's room. So I thought maybe he pulled in and then he was delivering something next door. And so I'm, you know, hello, hello, you know, looking next door, nothing. And finally I'm like, hello. And then I hear someone's like, one minute. <laughs> and, oh, no. Um, and he comes out of the porta potty. And then I was embarrassed because I had interrupted him. Oh, no. And so I was like, oh, oh, sorry. And, and, um, and then I had found out that, so I leave. And he lets me out, and he turned around and he went back, <gasps> and then he he had to finish, and then he blocked uh, my husband's car, and then the same thing happened, and then even from inside my house, I was sitting there and I see a man running at full speed, <gasps> and I was like, "What's happening?" Like towards the house, but then he stopped and just went into the porta potty and shut the door. And then another time I was just walking down the path and I heard a noise and someone walked out in the porta potty. So I guess it would be like if you gotta go, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. But where would they have gone otherwise? They could have held it, I guess. I mean it's like so if you see a porta potty on someone else's property, do you if you gotta go? I say it's porta potties are pretty filthy places right and so you're not going to be using it it's not like your bathroom right Mm -hmm. because if it was your bathroom i'd be like get out of my house you crazy man but a porta potty is a porta potty but i'm just confused who these people are like, did you recognize the man running full speed (laughs) oh no no i don't no don't what was he dressed like he had a plaid shirt on and some jeans. A and, young man? Uh, he, well, he was running it quite a clip. So if you he should wasn't, put you know, a guest book in there. <laughs> please. Yes. Please. Or set please. up a camera. I do feel like, and maybe an Uber driver has used the porta potty. Wow. Now there are all these. I mean, there's a part of me that's like, wow, should we put a porta potty 
out like no. you're well, they're kind people. of like those little you see those little libraries on people's mm-hmm. front lawns they say like leave a book take a book it is a kind of a community service but they're leaving things they're not taking anything no uh, they're leaving and they're taking what are they taking some toilet paper they're taking space space and they're leaving their goods <laughs> they're goodies i don't know Jen. i'm not offended by it i, I think it's more interesting like i i yeah. it's been cracking me up watching i have to say i'm shocked uh, i am <laughs> shocked there have been times when i have desperately needed to use the restroom and i'm talking just number one mm-hmm. i'm driving around and and as an adult now i feel like I've, I've kind of mastered my bodily functions in a way where now i know make sure you pee before you drive back from santa monica that's a long drive but the other day um I had to pee so bad and I was in a part of town I'm not that familiar with. I was in Koreatown and I was like, I'm going to pee my pants. I don't know what I'm going to do. And finally, I found a meter spot. I ran into a coffee bean. Their bathroom was out of order. So I ended up running down the block to the line hotel. I wish I could have watched you. (laughs) It was a rainy day too. I I, I, I assessed what was around me. There was like some pokey places, but I thought I got to make it to the line hotel because I know they'll have a lobby bathroom and it will be really nice Mm -hmm. so i i got in there and i walked in like i knew where i was going and i wow i did i pee (laughs) but there have been times when i wasn't so lucky and what happened no i didn't pee my pants okay so this is horrible but i this is a moral dilemma i used to do princess birthday parties after I worked at Disneyland as a princess. And once I moved out to LA, I worked for this company that was like knockoff princesses doing birthday parties. So I, I was, was like a prince once with her. Oh, yeah, I made Maria. <laughs> yeah. We worked at this party up in the deep, deep valley. And I needed what was called a royal page. So I was dressed as Rapunzel. And I texted Maria and I was like, I'll pay you 50 bucks if you come be my royal page. And normally the royal pages were boys and they wore these like prince tunics <laughs> Big, floppy prince hats. The thing is, I really feel like you pulled it off. Well, tell her about the face painting. Okay, so part of our job, or part of my job as Rapunzel was to, I had this caboodle and I would paint kids' faces. So I'm horrible at painting faces, but I know to just do like a heart or I would honestly just do dots on their forehead and call it a crown. But Maria tried to do a rainbow, but she mixed all the colors on this. She tried to do the rainbow so tiny on this little kid's cheek that it turned into a brown blob like you do shit yeah it was and i think it was the birthday girl too and i was like "Ooh, isn't that pretty and she was just like yeah it's so nice (laughs) and then this is the best part is the man who owned this house it was this like big kind of mcmansion and deep in the valley somewhere yeah and um (laughs) and uh he afterward i was like packing up to leave and normally the parents give you a tip and he was like rapunzel rapunzel do you get high and I was like, still yeah. in her princess outfit. Yeah, I was like, yeah. And he pulled me aside and he gave me my tip. What I guess they owned a weed dispensary. That's how they made all their money. And my tip was this, like whatever it is, a couple grams or whatever the the size of marijuana is in a little <laughs> princess Dixie cup. Yeah, and he gave me this really good weed. I like that. Amanda, do you smoke occasionally? Yes. Like it? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I would love to smoke weed with you sometime. Yeah. You just, I can't imagine. That must be quite the experience. That would be fun. I'm Although I don't really get, I don't have my license right now. So I actually, we're not smoking that often, but I, I, I'd love to buy some from you. <laughs> you you can, it's now in California. Anyone can. It's legal, but it's more expensive if you don't have your license. So. I see. I see. 
But well, anyway, we should do a high big one sometime. That would actually be really fun. Yeah, people would go nut- nutty. Um, hmm. well, what, but real quick, that wasn't my story. My story was I was going to a birthday party dressed as Cinderella and I had to pee so bad. And I was too embarrassed to ask to use the bathroom at the house. So I peed in my car in my Cinderella dress in a coconut water container. How did you, how did you not spill everywhere? I did. Why <laughs> didn't you just go on the pavement? Yeah. I'm not going to squat house. on the pavement in a princess gown. You were, but you'll uh, pee in a yeah, coconut water Yeah, you'll pee in a cup carton. in the car. Why, why do I you had want to. to talk about walking in the house not wanting to ask to use the bathroom? Yeah, I was too embarrassed. And I was also already late. So I just, I, I and that was when I was probably like 20. So, you know, it was just seemed too crazy. It seemed crazy for me to ask to use the restroom for whatever reason. But I know now I, I would ask to use the restroom, but oh. I thought this is the correct thing to do is to pee in this carton. Oh. Okay, a carton. You mean the ones that have like the little hole yes. in it? Yes, yes, oh. sir. So well, you then you're just not. Yeah, it win was everywhere. It didn't get everywhere. Situation. I can't believe that. I know it's horrible, but that's why I'm saying you are doing a public service. I think by having that outhouse. Would you have used the outhouse? <laughs> Would you have used the porta potty? I don't think so. Actually, I mean, they really do smell so horrible. I think, you know, I, I think it isn't weird for people to use porta potties because they are just little shacks for people. They're public. Are they public, though? Not, I don't think they but are. But, you know, no one, you know, no one's trying to keep it clean. You know what I mean? Oh, porta potties. Just hanging out on my driveway. Well, if anyone needs to go, if you're in Laurel Canyon and you see a blue por- porta potty, <laughs> what's your address? <laughs> <laughs> One porta potty lane. You are welcome to it. I cannot. I would be shocked to see a man running toward my lawn to relieve himself. Oh, I was scared. My heart started to race. He was running so. Where did fast. he come from? Um, his car, because there there is a lot of traffic. Uh, right. At two times of the day, and so it's like at a standstill. So he parked his car. Just left it there, ran, went to the bathroom, and ran back to his car. Wow. What would he have done if he hadn't have seen it? I guess this is a thing that people are using porta potties. Guys can go anywhere they want. Guys, but, if I was a guy, I'd pee outside what, every day. What made me think of this is that on the way here, on um, on the one thirty four East, very um, cool, <laughs> very nice, nice, very hip. Very hip highway. Um, there was a man uh, who was peeing on the side of the 134. Good for him. He just pulled his car over, and he had a, a lift sticker on the back of his car. So I'm like, he's in his car. Maybe he's on a shift, mm-hmm. and he's been driving and driving. And, and he's driving. not close to home. And so he just got out, and I saw his back, and he was facing a bush, and it was clear what he was doing. He had to go to the bathroom. Well, you, you do you think it's morally correct that we um, arrest people for that? Like that that's illegal to leave yourself in public? I think that's right. I mean, if there wasn't, <laughs> if, if there weren't laws, then, you know, it would be like kind of like London, you know, 1695. Also, um, I don't know if they are still doing this, but when I was in China, they were people often relieve themselves around the streets. Mm-hmm. You just can take a dump. You mm-hmm. can just- Poops, too. See, we, we, it's good we, we, we keep that in check, yes. Well, I don't think that it's really common there, but I don't think it's as crazy as when you see it here. Like, it's just people maybe are right. more open with that stuff. Well, I was surprised in broad daylight on the 134 East seeing a Very man cool. peeing. Just, That's ups- was, it's upsetting a little like, bit. That's illegal. He could be arrested for that. So you but you didn't, call, you didn't call the cops? I, I did. No. <laughs> Officer? But yeah, for women, it's different because mm-hmm. you're, you also don't want to, you're taught to keep your pants on as a lady. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> keep, ladies. Keep your pants on. Yeah, or you else, can. you know, but men are taught that they can, they they can, can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And they can pee in a bottle, no problem. So, Maria, what, what is your status on peeing like that? Because I, I think of you as someone who's more particular about where they use the restroom. Mm-hmm. So what are, what are your feelings on emergency peas? I'll find a Starbucks or I'll find uh, some sort of store like that. Oh, but when you're really, you've got, and you've got to go, I've, you know, because you at Starbucks, you have to be like, excuse me, excuse, oh, what's the uh, code? You know, that I've know. never pee. I've never peed like outside. You've never squatted? No. Camping though. You, you prefer going to the camp restrooms than mm-hmm. squatting? Yeah. There's something that I, I just, my body doesn't, my body just won't do it. I, what about, and you've never done like a drunken pee? No. We, I've, I've done never? drunken peas. No. What about high school? You didn't have... Like, she wasn't drunk. a partier until recently. Yeah. And now she goes hard. Now I go hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because the, the, the beer peas in high school. Never. I don't drink a lot of beer anymore, and that's all I used to drink. So it's like once your third quarter's light goes down... Then you're just peeing up a storm and oh, you anywhere. squat wherever, huh? Yeah, you try uh, to find a hill, and then you let it go downhill. I mm. never... Yeah, I would see that on, like, girls, and I'd be like, wow, how crude. Yeah, I did a couple of drunk pees on on various lawns around the LMU area, but... You did? I'm sure. Just at house parties and stuff, there's a long line for the bathroom. You say, here, hold my purse and watch out, and one girlfriend watches out while you squat and pee and then drip dry, and then you switch. How about peeing with people in the bathroom? Other I, girls no, in the bathroom? Won't do it. I like my so, I like my privacy. Yeah, I like myself. <laughs> I like myself. I no 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 never 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 never. It's never going to happen. I've peed in front of a good amount of girlfriends. Jen. Oh yeah, peeing in front of people all the time. How about it. peeing in front of husbands and boyfriends? Nope. You don't pee in front of Craig. No. Do you pee on him? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> All the time. Do you pee over him? She does it. Do you no, pee never. Under I him? need my space. Uh, Matt and I pee in front of each other. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you do? That's uh, all right? Yeah. Uh-huh. You told me you don't talk about these type of things. <laughs> well, today's the day. Today's our season finale. So we're... we're yeah. <laughs> we need something to hook them. pulling out the big guns. Um, yeah, Van and I pee in front of each other all the time. Yeah. Did it this morning. Just like he's brushing his teeth, you're peeing? We're just talking, you know, and then I'll be like... Sit down to pee. We're just talking, and then I just walk towards the bathroom, and he just, like, follows me, and he keeps talking, and, I and then would, I just... I'm, I think that's great. I just... There's and, nothing in me that... that I, I, you're afraid you might let a little... Oh. <laughs> maybe maybe i am but well, I that's just where need, i draw the line yeah me too i just need a little space i get it too i love i prefer an alone pee don't get me wrong well does he know <laughs> well it's also like what kind of family you know how was it growing up because oh, my door my, yeah so my house it was just like yeah sometimes open. my mom would leave the door cracked and my dad it was all you know it was just a lot of bodily functions mm. just uh, he would close the door but you'd you could hear. Yeah, my family was, you'd go into your own uh, space, everyone else. Ooh, it's a nice wind. Um, yeah, so every, to each his own. Yeah, but I think actually you should be given an award for having that porta potty on your lawn. You should make a sign or something. I think you should have a guest book and you should be like, welcome to the porta potty. Like, while it's here, I hope you enjoy it. Please leave your name. 
and um and it may be a donation yeah make a donation box make a donation quarters like a geocache situation nice all right i'm gonna do that i like this or just a sign on the outside that says you're welcome yeah (laughs) or follow me on insta (laughs) (laughs) that's actually really nice and i do think that we need to provide more public restrooms just in the middle of nowhere well, because we all know what it's like when you got to go and you're like, where am I going to pull over? How am I going to do this? And maybe car yeah. seats should double as toilet seats. No. Toilet bowl seats. I don't think so. You press a little button and it goes. Oh, yeah. God. How sick. Okay. Well, should we move on to our big, big yeah, one? We've got a really fun one for you yeah, today. This okay. is, um, it's a little bit different from our normal, maybe a little bit different from our normal big, big ones. It's a listener. It's a, it was sent in by a listener. Hey, listener. Shout out to listener. Okay, I'm opening up my email. Oh, Who's the listener? oh, okay, yeah. So this was written by a, a listener. So this is sent in by Philippe Sikwiland. <laughs> I'm not sure if I said it right. Sikwiland? Philippe Sikolander. Sikwiland. Okay. Got it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, the last thing you remember is walking home alone, Kevin McAllister style. You wake up in an unknown location, tied up, and you find yourself next to your best friend in the whole world. Next to your best friend is a complete stranger. A crazed looking man with a gun bursts in the room and gives you two options. One, he shoots your friend and then follows that by shooting the stranger. Or two, you must kill your best friend in any way you see fit, aside from using the gun that he's holding. And then he lets the stranger go. It's unknown what he decides to do to you. What do you do? Whoa. So, yeah, this is a little intense. So why don't we, let's finesse first and go through and make this the scenario of how we ended up here. So let's play, let's, okay, so my name's April. Well, why don't we say that Marie and I are the best friends and Jen's the stranger? Okay. And my name's April. And I'm May. And and stranger, what's your name? Rebecca. Oh, oh so should we all be in the room and we're like, how did you get here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. <sighs> He's got... Okay, I'm going to come back in a minute. You gals get to know each other. Oh Slam. Oh, oh, my God. Who was that? Oh, my God. I, I'm freaking out. I April. I, I, May. I, who are you? What's I, your I'm name? Rebecca. I. What the fuck is going on? I. Well, who is this guy? How do we know? How? We were just walking. We went and got a yogurt land after we had a sushi lunch, yeah. and we were walking to go look at shoes when this guy pulled up and asked for directions, and then chloroformed us. Yeah, <laughs> chloroformed us. Yeah. Oh God! How did you get here? You guys are best friends. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're yes. best okay. friends. Um. Oh my gosh! You're so you are best friends. Yes, we've been best friends since second grade. Oh yeah. my gosh! We do everything together. Forever. We do everything together. Oh man. Um. What's you, your story? Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh kind of similar, except uh there was no chloroform for that for. stuff. <laughs> he just asked me if I wanted to come in and I said yeah. And You said yeah? Well, I thought he needed help. Why? Did he, <gasps> what did he say? He just was like, oh my god, oh my god, I need help. Um, <gasps> and you're a nurse? Like, what do you do? Are yeah, you, yeah, I'm a nurse. A nurse? Yeah, you you're could a tell. Nurse? You could tell. Yeah. I, well, I'm in my scrubs, of course. Yeah. You could tell. Um, yeah, so I, and he was like, my heart, my heart. Um, but I need oh. to lay down. Please <gasps> help me come inside. And um, oh my god, how long have you been in here? You've you you we've all just woken up together. 
Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. What is this beautiful I, gown he put me in? Yes, I love this gown. Mine's a mine's a uh, like a yellow like a. Uh, Yours is like the yellow gown from te- uh, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Yes, yes, oh, yes. The backless I love yellow that gown. dress. That's a beautiful dress. He, it looks great on you. He left you in your scrubs and, and mine's red with a large cutout around the breasts. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, what is he planning to do? I am so scared. I know. Seriously. Oh, I hear him. I hear him. Hey, did you girls catch up? Yeah, we sure did. Now, let me tell you what the plan is. Would you girls like to hear the plan? Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a choice. All right? Mm-hmm. It's okay. a big one. Okay. Ooh. Have you listened? Sir, I'm sorry to cut you off. Have you listened to the podcast? What's a podcast? It's like radio, but it's on demand. Rebecca, do you listen to? Oh, I love all the podcasts. Yeah. So it's like a radio show, but it's um, on demand. Like This American Life? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. But I listen to that on the radio. Exactly. So that's interesting. So then they... Shut up. So this is your... (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean for that to come across so hard. it's fine. So this is what I'm going to... I was just trying to help you out. Well, this is what I'm going to do. April... You get a choice. Me? Your choice is you kill your best friend, May, but not with this gun. (gasps) That's right. I've got a gun. And then the stranger gets to live. You mean Rebecca? (laughs) Yeah, Rebecca. You weren't supposed to get to know each other. She's got to remain a stranger. (laughs) No, no. She's Rebecca. (laughs) That's choice one. Choice two is I kill May and Rebecca. And you don't know what I'm going to do to you. It's two lives. Or one life. But the one life is your best friend's life. And I have to kill my best friend? Any way you see fit. But not with my gun. Okay, wait. So you... Sorry, sir. I just yes. want to be clear. <laughs> so, sir, you... She, she, she's going to have to kill her best friend? Mm-hmm. And then, and then we get to go free? Well, we don't know. We don't know. You don't, no, you'll get to go free. If I kill May, she, you'll you get, get to go, go free. And then you're a question mark, but it could be good. What's your name, sir? Um, R- Richie Diaz. Richie Diaz. Oh. Well, I mean, I think it's obvious we should go with plan number one. You kill your best friend and I go free. I'm going to let you gals figure this out. Okay, that was crazy. Okay, should we cut out of the scene for a minute now? Yeah. Okay, we're out of the scene. Okay. Now we're talking okay. just as ourselves. Right. I mean, you got to kill your best friend. Because if you don't know what's going to happen, I'm with you, Amanda. If you mm-hmm. don't know what's going to happen, but you know if you kill your best friend for sure, that at least the stranger will mm-hmm. go free. And in this scenario, the little bit that we did get to know Rebecca, I think that she she's a nurse. Mm-hmm. She's responsible. I think, I mean, she was she thought she was coming in to help a man she's who was a good potentially girl. having a heart attack. So I think you have a better chance of living. The other friend has a better chance of living. I, yes, but here's the thing. You have to kill your best friend without a gun with you, I, yes. Okay. Is it morally mm. correct to kill your best friends to save a life? Probably. I don't even know if it is. Now you that don't. I'm really thinking about it, I, I kind of think you shouldn't. I don't think you should because killing is never right. But to save, save a life. To and save- potentially two lives. You know, you assume maybe mm-hmm. he'll let you out. 
Yeah, you have. I just don't think you could kill. How could you kill your best? Honestly, could you? I, I couldn't. I could think of a couple ways. Oh God. What I mean, you'd you'd probably find like a heavy object and hit them over the well, head. Well, that's the thing. But then again, okay. So let's look around the room. What's around? Okay, cut back to scene. Okay, I'm not saying I'm going to kill you, May. Well, please, I hope that you don't. But I'm just saying, okay, we're looking around the room, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. What could we use here? Like what? Okay, there's a banjo. Th- uh, this speaker. And we're okay. So we're going large... straight to bludgeoning. What about like a like um, suffocation? You'd want me to suffocate oh, you. That's is that worse. worse than a bludgeon? I mean, that would take a long time. Yeah, you want to get. <laughs> and I don't want to look I in your eyes. Really <laughs> I don't want to look I, in your eyes. Um, yes, you know, as a nurse, yeah. Trust me, you want to go with blunt force. My thing is okay. Before he comes back, what if I were to pick up one of these objects? When I was supposed to kill you, May, but I I went and hit him. Okay, uh, yeah, but now again, I'm you're just fi- saying. April, you're finding the loophole, which April <laughs> always does. <laughs> so April really wanted to do this scenario, okay, and yet all right, April, all right, all right. is still trying to find the loophole. So strangle strangulation is out of the question. Ooh, there's no way to fake death, is there? Like to stop your pulse. Just for a little while. Um, like Romeo and Juliet style? Yeah. Like a, <laughs> bless me. you. So well, I could knock you out. I know, but then he would... I, you still have a pulse when you're knocked out. Not after I get finished with you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, so um, I don't... Cut back. Now we're out. I don't think I could physically kill somebody of your... Of your size. Like, I get, like, when we did the baby one, like, there was something, like, as wrong as wrong as it is to, like, a smaller thing being able to kill that. But to kill, like, a, a human adult being well, this with is your the, bare hand? This is the thing morally that I'm, I'm curious, I want to explore within myself and within both of you, is that for some reason in the situation we did where we had to decide, are we going to kill the baby to save the villagers who are trapped in a closet? The baby's going to cry. Oh, wow. okay. The bad people are, are you mm-hmm. know, if they hear the baby, everyone's going to die. Yeah. For some reason to me, that's like kill the baby. This situation seems different because we're all three adult women and it's a life for a life. It's a guarantee, you know, otherwise everyone's, we're assuming dead. That doesn't seem as clear cut to me. Right. Mm. Yeah, you you have to, I don't know, but at least, you know, one person. I mean, I would just try to think of ways to get out of it. and But I... You can't. Amanda's very... She, no can, she will not let you. Believe me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I try. How about this? Does it matter if the familiarity of having a best friend, does that change the value of a life to you? I'm not... I know that generally it doesn't and objectively, but... So if yes. he said kill the... So yes. if he said kill oh. the stranger to save your best friend... Then it seems like yes. a no-brainer, right? Yes. Well, they always say like... Or I don't know. I saw this on Grey's Anatomy once. But yeah. when someone is like, I'm, I'm going to, you know, murder you. And if they don't know you to tell them a bunch of things about yeah. your personal life. Amanda always it, tells me to do that. Like really quickly. Be like, yeah, my I'm name like- is Jen Zabrowski. I have a sister named Jessica and three beautiful nieces who I love. Their names are Hattie, Evie, and Josephine. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and then you shit your pants. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what your character would do, I think. You 
you would want her to get to know you quickly just like she knows me. But it is Wait, just but but hold on a minute. Okay, yeah. But but saying it would be easier to kill a stranger. Yes. than it would be to kill your best friend. Yes. Like I the second you said that I picture my best friend's face. And it just is there's no, horrifying. There's no way you could do it. There's no way you could do it. Do kill, uh, your, kill best your best friend. friend. I don't think so. But maybe if I were like, you need, maybe if I were the kind of person I'm not, and I never will be, but who is like, you have to do this. You have to kill me so you guys can go free. I would start being a bitch and I would be like, I never liked you anyway. Oh, you know, like when good. you're releasing an animal back into the wild, but they don't want to leave you because yeah, they love you. Here. And you throw a rock at them and you go, go, go. Throw a rock at an animal? Yeah, just to get him to go back into the water. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I would say, yeah, I would say things like that. And then I would attack you so that you had to fight back. That's nice of you. But I I won't. I wouldn't. But um, that's something I could do. Gosh, it just would be. Yeah, I'm not that person either. That person who says like, yeah, yeah kill me, kill me. Selfless, no. I think, is the word that you guys are saying you aren't. <laughs> well, I have a survivor's instinct. Yes. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> um, As do I. I've, I've not realized. <laughs> I want to live. put the positive spin on it. Wow. I like it. I agree. Gosh, I just, it's hard. Because then you're watching two people die in front of you. Because he's saying if you don't kill your best friend, you're going to he's going to kill the stranger and your best friend. I, I and know, then I know. And then you're left. And then he leaves you alive, say. So then he lets you go. Then what? That stranger. See. Okay. Rebecca. Rebecca. Here's the thing. Okay, wait. Can we go back into the scene? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, here okay. we are. <sighs> mm, well... Can you do it? Will you kill your best friend? I don't know, Rebecca. Jesus, get off my back. You realize if you don't kill your best friend, you're murdering me. I'm (gasps) going to die. Even if you don't pull the trigger, I'm still going to die. Wait, 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 though. Listen to me. Morally, is you actually murdering me the same as you doing nothing nothing and someone getting murdered are the, those moral it's like equivalents that tram dilemma or whatever where would you pull the lever to make the train go on the other track to kill one person instead of leaving it on the track it's going to kill 10 people is april being passive this and getting us killed the same as april actually killing okay don't you start over there trying to save your own life you're going to die no matter what you doctor. just don't want to die i have a doctor in psychology Rebecca, i don't like your attitude okay i don't like your attitude am i wrong okay so basically now if you refuse to 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 not kill your best friend if you refuse to kill your best friend Mm -hmm. you're you you don't like my attitude so you're just you've chosen to you you're choosing to kill me no i just maybe part of me thinks maybe you know we were abducted you walked into the house on your own I'm just oh, saying you're victim blaming. I'm just I'm not victim. We're all victims here. I'm just saying you did walk into the house. You 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 buried your own guys. Guys, guys. Martinez for he fooled me. No, into thinking- Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how, why do you care so much what his name is? I yeah, don't. He's just it sounds like you really know Richie I well. No, him. I just know that people are more than their actions. What? I know that Richie is is there's something in him that's beautiful. Okay. Wait a minute. I'm just saying. You've always been jealous of me. No. Yes, you have. Admit it, April. You've always wanted my life. What is that? Yeah, to- she's a bitch. Kill her. Kill her. You, you always wanted my dog. I see the way oh, wait, you look at Here he at comes. Me. Here he comes. Okay. 
Oh, we haven't hey, decided. girls, no, we haven't decided let's hear yet. the options. Okay, Richie, what if I kill one of them and then we let the other one go? No. Now you're making me angry. No, you Richie. don't want to make Richie angry because what happens when Richie's angry? What's that? <laughs> what is that? Richie. Richie's fists go like this. They okay. shake. But Richie, why did you pick me? Can we ask that just really quickly? Why do I? Why am I the one that has to? Because I think that you're the one who would actually do it. That's interesting. Do what? Kill my best friend. Kill your best friend. And you don't think that May would kill me? I don't know May as well as I know you. How do you know me so well? I've been following See? you. No, he's been following me. And to be honest, I've seen him around. Because he does work at the Jamba Juice by where I, I do CrossFit. So you're <laughs> friends. That also, you, you're you strong. You do CrossFit. So you have the strength. <laughs> That's right. You have the strength I've to crush your friend. I've only been doing it for a week. Still. Yeah. It is a lot. It is a lot. Okay. Out of the scene. Um, I mean, I could see it's two bad options, but I don't think you should kill your best friend. I just don't. And I don't, I don't think I would. That is rough for Rebecca. That's yeah, rough for that is, stranger. It is rough. That is true. You're, you That's, have the ability to save someone's life and you don't, and you don't do it. I know, but to kill your best friend, that can't be right. What if, okay, now what if it's two strangers and you have to kill one stranger to save the other stranger? I guess, yeah, I guess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You have to, I just wish there were some poison around. There's no, all there is is a banjo, a speaker. So are we, I, I know that this is also trigger warning. I know that this is hard to discuss, but how would you do it? Well, I'd ask you first of all. Well, I'd say, please don't kill me. I know, I know. But if you had to choose a way, what would you choose? Fire. Fire? You'd want That's to burn? A, a terrible way to go. Smoke I mean, inhalation, no though. Good what way about to smoke go? inhalation? Yeah. Well, then we'd all die. Actually, no. That's really... Ooh, I, I There was a microwave fire in my house oh my God. a couple months ago. And uh, the, I, that was my only experience of having any kind of smoke and it was inhalation and it was terrible. Mm. It was really scary. That does frighten me when people die of um, gas leaks or something. And I know smoke inhalation is different, mm -hmm. but when people just die in their sleep because of a gas leak, like there was um, a family, I forget where they were. Um, they may have been vacationing in Mexico or something, but they like, I think it was like a family of three or four just found dead. They just died in their sleep because there was a gas leak. Weird Al Yankovic's family. Same yeah. thing happened. What carbon, happened to That them? was carbon monoxide. Carbon I think. monoxide. What was, they just was up. Were they, oh, they, okay? they They forgot to open the flute for the fire. It was in the winter. And um, yeah, they just all died in the night. Wait, wait. What? Weird out? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's how it's, this like, is a long time ago. Dad. Oh my gosh. I was like, I thought, right, I was like, is he dead? No, no, oh, no. Not like guys. him. Not him and his immediate family. His like parents yeah. and. Really? Yeah. 
And was he in the house? I don't think so. I no. think it when it was when okay. he was an adult, I think. Oh, mm-hmm. I've never heard that story before. It's on this Wikipedia. I mean, could we talk to Richie Diaz and see if you if if so who a yeah, gas I mean, leak? I guess a gas car. leak. Put, no. We could put you in the car, May, and do it that way. Yeah, we could. I think, you know, that's the most humane way to do it. But I want to take a tangent real quick and just get into Because another thing I thought was interesting about this scenario was just this idea of what to do if you are kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Um, what's kind of interesting. And I have an article here. It's on a site called Prepper and Tidbits, the number one source for prepping. Um, and it says what to do if you are kidnapped. Um so do you guys want to hear a yeah, little bit yeah, of this? Of okay, because this is something, I don't know, is this something that you think about, Jen? Oh, I think about all the time. My, yes, the, all, the, all the time. Start and then I... I okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. The acronym SEER, S-E-R-E, used by the Anglo-Saxon Special Forces means survival, evasion, resistance, and escape. It is a military education that includes techniques for escape and escape in the event of capture, as well as survival knowledge. These techniques could mean killing his kidnappers, get well, her or her kidnappers, more likely, getting rid of handcuffs, crocheting a lock, or creating a diversion, for example, by lighting a fire. In short, how to escape from a forced captivity. Oh, lighting a fire is a good idea. Yeah, so th- this is some some tips gathered from survivalists as well as civilians. Um, so surviving captivity, gathering and working as a team to escape. If your kidnappers know a minimum know a minimum about their subject in terms of keeping you quiet, they will practice the partitioning. That is, they will isolate you and prevent you from helping each other. However, it is unlikely in a scenario of chaos that average criminals know the benefits they would have to do that, or even if they have the resources to effectively separate everyone. The best hypothesis would be that you have people you know, trust, and communicate with. Such a thing would be possible in a government camp, for example, and you should use it to your advantage as well as your motivation to escape quickly rather than wait. Mm. Having people with whom you can believe is an enormous motivator and will also help you with your survival skills working together as a team makes escaping easier than when you are alone well yeah that's like that, an, an escape room actually because i i sometimes feel like there could be you know dead weight or call more attention in a group or it's it like, like i want to be on my mm-hmm. own so that but that's interesting to know that that is not true yeah um yes so let's see here. Um, it says pay attention to Stockholm syndrome. But here is the the first thing it says: your attitude is important. Um, the attitude in this case means the will to survive. This means developing the ability to let negative experiences slide in the same way that water slips on a duck's feathers. No, <laughs> focus on the positive. Just let it roll. This could be the attitude of survival in a situation of life or death in front of someone who wants to hurt you or kill you to the ability to withstand the lack of food, water, sleep, comfort, etc. Okay, that's interesting. So attitude. So you just have to have a positive attitude? Yeah. Like that's like look out for Stockholm. Syndrome. Yeah, just like, be aware. Just look, out, just look out for it. Am I am I empathizing with my captain? Yeah, you don't want to. I think just, actually April was starting to get Stockholm sy- um, yeah, syndrome. She, yeah. yeah, she saw some good in Richie for sure. That's what was happening. Well, okay. Well, I'm not going to defend April if you know to a bunch of people who don't understand. You know, a human connection. Now this is interesting. This says to keep a strong inner attitude, but don't show it to your kidnappers. It says you should show physical signs of abandonment or submission, head down, shoulders brought forward, not dragging, possibly accompanied by a slight limp to simulate an injury or illness. Why? A soft voice. 
it says it's going to give you an advantage, I think, because if you pretend to be really weak, they might let the guard down a little bit. This story ends positively, but my mom was attacked when she was young, and um, she pretended she was fainting, and she was like, oh, I'm fainting, I'm fainting, and the guy, he was on drugs anyway, so he kind of like like looked up for a sec, like looked at my my mom and she wailed him <gasps> and she she was able to run out of the room. Was he in her house? Uh, in an apartment building. <gasps> no. It was like God. the classic, you know, she was getting in the elevator and the hand stops no. the thing and he gets no. in. And then he got, she got off at her floor and he, and then she went to unlock her door and he pushed her inside no. of her own apartment. <gasps> it was right. So she, but like I said, very positive, but that positive ending is that my mom pretended she was fainting did they catch him and no no because they they were my parents at the time were living in a really bad neighborhood they had just gotten married and stuff so he was like on drugs and he just like ran out but i mean so yes so that works that's it worked that's so scary i'm so glad that she was okay okay so here's another one this is specifically for women if you are an attractive woman you um, and how about i think (laughs) all women are beautiful so that's nice to say um Okay, make yourself less pretty by dirtying your body, your hair, clothes, and also lower your posture, feigning weakness and illness. But they don't give a fuck. Yeah. I I mean, but I have heard that if, like, someone's trying to sexually assault you, like, to poop your pants and pee yourself, because that's that's not really attractive to most men. (laughs) To most. Right. But don't you think that if you're held captive and you poop yourself, that you'll just get, like he'll start beating you or something being like uh, i don't know I, it can't hurt to be honest i mean he's gonna i i don't know yeah i, I think it's wonder. more if their intent feels sexual that that's actually you know why not try it sometimes i act crazy and like try to take up space that's good uh like i'll like if i'm walking on the street and i don't feel great i'll be like ah, you know like what yeah yeah, yeah you know like oh, i gotta get home ah. like i'll just like start acting wild. yeah maybe and- that's the thing to do is to act schizophrenic or something when they come in the room be like talking to someone yes or act like you're a witch or something and be like i i put a spell on you gotta don't check you know don't look in the mirror you won't like what you see. You know, something where you where they think they've had a spell put on them and they'll never be the same. My friend Jason, he's really into all types of murder shows. And he was watching one where, this is a true story, where this woman was kidnapped. And, um, and this man, her kidnapper, um, he assault, phys- he sexually assaulted her and he cut her arm off no and she was still alive and um she was like will you she kind of just like switched and she said will you take me home and he's like what do you mean and she said to our home will you take me to our house like you and i are together now like will you please take i want to see our home and so he was like yeah okay where were they where did he cut off his, her, her arm? arm i i think it was crazy like in a cemetery i feel like oh my God. was part of the story so he takes her or his house where he was living was by a cemetery anyways they get to this house and she now has no fucking arm and she's he, bleeding and she's, everything oh yeah i mean he cut her arm off and she said can i call my mom and just tell her how happy i am and how I can't wait for her to meet you. 
and he agreed and gave her the phone and she was able to get on the phone with her mother and was saved. I this am dying to know mind. what she said to her mom. If she was able she to said, say, I like, met a man, call I'm me. very happy. You can, and but send. like, if, do you think she was able to say, like, please send help to my house? I wonder if she, I I know, or like describing where she was really calmly and being like, so this man, he cut off my arm and now we're living in this house. I'm afraid that my mom wouldn't get it. Yeah, I'm she'd be honestly, like, what, Amanda? My mom, like, Amanda, I'm, I'm driving. You're going to have to call me back. I'm driving. My mom always hangs up on me. She does because she's like, oh, or it's either I'm driving or she's driving. And either way, she's going to hang up on you. So maybe she wouldn't be your first call. Yeah, I honestly... Okay, just so you guys know, Maria, if I ever call you and I'm like saying weird shit, just send the police. Where? Where am I sending them? To my... to I'll say my location. Okay. Okay, but just send the police. Okay, don't be like, Amanda, oh, she butt dialed me. Yes. Okay, so if you ever... If I ever get a phone call with heavy breathing, mm-hmm. send the police... Nope. Seriously, wouldn't you guys? If you guys got a phone call with heavy breathing from like a family member or anyone you knew that well, wouldn't you send the police? Where? Where do you send the police? They're home, I think. What? Are, like, give me. Do the heavy breathing. What are we talking okay, about? Okay, so your phone rings. Okay, mm-hmm. Amanda. <sighs> Amanda, I think. Oh. Hang up. I think Amanda just butt-tiled me while she was sleeping with her husband. <laughs> like, like, yeah, what do you do? That just seems like you're either on a run. Call or- the cops. Always call the cops. Call the cops. Always. Okay. All right. All right. Heavy breathing. Got it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I right? got it. I'm, put me on your... I'll be... Yeah. I could be your number okay, one now that on I have You gotta be also dark. call someone two. that's gonna pick up. Because a lot of people up. don't pick up their phone. You that's got, true. You gotta find someone who's... Picks up. No well, actually, what. you should call nine one one. Okay, that's actually. Well, yes. maybe did she or she still called her mom? She didn't want to lie to the guy. Watch yeah, me mess up this whole story, and it was probably nine one one. I think it was someone she knew. Well, it makes sense that she, I think if he was, was listening. Mom. Yeah, that she would call her mom. Wrong. Isn't that an amazing story? That's though? amazing. To, like, play along. Yeah, uh, I know. I wonder if my mind would even go there. It's, your mind will do crazy things when you're in situations like that. Okay, and Jason, I hate when he tells me these stories. And, and he was like, I'm doing this to save your life. So you know. And I'm like, okay. What was that piece of chain mail that went around, um, like, email-wise? That was like, um, I forget what it was. But it was one of those, like, forward this email. And it was like, it was some horror story about a girl getting kidnapped or something oh, like that. Oh, God. I can't remember. I'm going to do something a little bit crazy right now. And I'm going to say I'm going to allow loopholes for this. Really? Yes. Why? Because I want to get these gals out. Okay. Wow. So uh, let's go back into the deal? room. Well, this is the finale episode. Yeah. yeah I like it. Yes. This is for the finale. Okay. And opening the loophole. Don't get your hopes up that this is not going to be happening for all the other episodes after this. It's just for this particular one. I'm going to let us go back into the room and let these three girls put their noggins together and see what we can come up with. Okay. Okay. Interior basement later that night. <laughs> you guys, I'm not a stranger oh. anymore. Rebecca. I've had it up to here with your attitude. But still, you can't kill... You can't be responsible for our deaths, and I'm not going to let you kill me, guys. We can't let Richie win. (sighs) You're right. Yeah. But how are we going to get out of this? Okay, I read this article once. Mm -hmm. It said that when you're... 
when you're captured. <laughs> Every girl, statistics are 90% of women get captured at when some you're point taken. In their life. <laughs> we can't just sit around here and wait for our daddies to rescue us, guys. We've got to take control. You're right. What if we act like one of us is hurt? He obviously likes you, April. Well, yeah, what's not to like? So this is what we need to do. We need to pretend like you're having an anxiety attack. Do okay. you think that would work? And maybe he'll take you out of here and then you can call for help. Oh, and while hmm. and while you're pretending to have an anxiety attack, you and I should slump over our shoulders and um and I'll walk with a limp. That's perfect. And, and I'll shit myself. Okay. I have to go so bad. <laughs> I had to go ever since our sushi lunch. I drank five glasses of green tea. <laughs> and all that frozen yogurt. Fro you honestly moves right through me. All right, here he comes. Here he comes. Okay. okay. Hey there, girls. What's going on in here? Have you made up your mind yet? I can't, Richie. I can't. I can't breathe. April. I can't breathe i can't i can't breathe what what is she doing oh i'm a nurse let me walk over and help her oh my leg hurts i'm limping what happened to you oh i'm just so weak i'm so weak richie (laughs) oh no i'm excuse me (laughs) excuse me what's going on well i don't like this what's going on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> crap yeah uh, yeah uh, untie me oh oh okay i'll, I'll untie you untie april me. but only because i gotta take you to the hospital yeah. i don't you're my favorite and boom 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 stick your poop in his face <laughs> and splat stairs 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 door opens we're free Yay. Yay. and now we're all three best friends yeah isn't that nice even me? Yes. Yeah, you're in oh, the group. Oh, wow. You didn't like me before. I know, but I think it was where we were. Hey, you girls need a ride? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Oh, sure. Just Thanks. in time. Yeah, sure. Okay, come on in. Wait a minute. Aren't you Richie Diaz? His <laughs> <laughs> <His> twin brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, do you guys, have you guys read anything if it is better to fight in these situations if you're attacked? It is. It is you right? never want to get to the destination. So especially if someone kidnaps you in the car, always jump out of the car if you can. You never want to get to where he's taking you like don't get in the car and if you have to get in the car you jump out of the car or you don't even if they have a gun though yes yes they say don't get in that car yeah okay um, i just want to oh, she's writing it i thought you were writing it down <laughs> <laughs> she opened don't a new page on the computer that car. do not get in car what are you typing in i'm typing in if someone has a gun do you get in the car <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, this is saying, this is on Business Insider. Mm-hmm. Um, you stay calm. Okay. And you establish eye contact with the assailant. And then you, um, uh, let's see, you stay quiet. You stay quiet? Yeah, this is what this is saying. This is written okay, by, the only, here's someone, this by yeah, someone who yeah. has a gun. And, and you just go, you just go. 
Um, you just get in the car. Yeah, go. You'll oh, like now this is saying there. actually the only thing I can really advise here is to talk to him as much as possible. Try and get them talking about something. Um, speak in measured, even tones and Live defer. Yeah, yeah, defer to their intelligence and passion. Identifying with them creates a social connection. Honestly, I think I'd start like I'd be like, "Wow, this is a really nice interior of your car. Like, did you get this like custom made or like like I would start just yeah talking about everything. Wow, and they say okay, so it says. Um, the only time I would advise you to be fully compliant during a kidnapping at gunpoint is if someone in your family is famously wealthy and you're fairly assured that the situation is motivated, <laughs> motivated by an extortion attempt. So not for us. That's not this situation. No, you never want to. And then it says, if you're ambushed in your own car and can't help but being compelled into it, ignore the direct commands and drive briskly to a police station or the most crowded place That's that you can smart. find. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I guess because if you like, get off the freeway, then then what happens? But what are they going to do? You know, if you're especially if you're driving, kill you I and know. take your car. Yeah, but if you're driving really, f- then they would be okay. Well, this article also tells girls to wear comfortable outfits and not <laughs> s- high heels and saran wrap pants and sneakers. I mean, it's like come on, it, that this is not right. This is not right to tell women don't wear short dress and high heels out. Like we're dressing in sweats to the club so when you get kidnapped yeah that's not right no or have a have a have a pair of sweatpants in your car so when someone comes in your car with a gun to your head you say can we pull over for a minute so i can change into my sweatpants and sneakers or like always wear sneakers so you can run really fast away from people i know that's not the way to live your life i don't think so i mean okay so yeah you gotta fight you gotta fight and drive to the police station what do you guys think? So overall, we wouldn't. I think we don't kill our best friend, and we we all just try and well, fight until the death. Right. I think morally, it's right to kill the best friend. Moral, just down the line, morally. But I think personally, I could not kill my best friend to save another life. For some reason, I'm drawing a line, and I don't know exactly why, but I'm going off intuition that what killing, taking a life to save two lives, is not worth it to me. I see. I and I mean, will you allow a loophole for this one? Because I would just have us fight together mm-hmm. and join together. Yeah, you want to um, fight no matter what. For no matter, sure. yeah. But it would be really hard to kill your best friend. But it would be horrible to look in the eyes of a stranger. But if you guys were and all on the same know page, that that she's going to. I mean, you could think of it as being merciful, almost. But how? Well, if it to you, you know, it's like in Game of Thrones when Ned Stark. No spoilers. You've never seen it. It's not just about me; it's about our listeners. But have you seen it? I've seen a couple episodes. So you've seen this, but okay, spoiler alert. But I mean, everyone should have probably spoiler seen this. Spoiler alert, you guys. When Ned Stark is like, if you're gonna, if I lay down the sentence, I've gotta um, lay down the law. So he's, you know, he does the executions himself because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a kinder way to do it. So what does that mean? That if you're going to say that you choose your friend, it's better for you to kill your own friend than it is for your friend to get butchered by a But you didn't lay down the rules. That's true. So interesting, too. I've watched all of Game of Thrones, and I nothing really sticks with me. Like what you were just saying, it's like I'm hearing it for the first time. But you remember when he kills the dire wolf, right? I remember like, No, that. I don't. I I, it's, it's the weirdest show. I will watch, and mm-hmm. none of it nothing stays with sticks, me. Yeah. I, you know, it's a lot to take in. Were mm-hmm. you binging it, or did you watch it week by week? 
Uh, at the beginning, I was I binged the first few seasons. That's probably why it's not sticking with you because it's so overwhelming if you're binging it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's a better way to watch it. I'm no expert. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you fight. You fight. You you join forces and, and you, you fight. fight. Yes. But Jen, would you kill your best friend to save the stranger? Oh. I would wimp out. There's no way I could kill my... I, would, I just... I wouldn't be able to do it. Do you think it's morally wrong to not kill your friend? Well, okay. Here's the thing. I just don't know if I could get myself to a place where I do it. Mm-hmm. But I think my only chance of survival is to let this stranger go and to hope that they have the moral compass to go and get help because it's still a question mark as to what would happen to me. Mm-hmm. So you also, if you're, if you're just being completely selfish, mm-hmm. you're like, what are my best chances of surviving? And but, so this yeah. person doesn't continue to that. Richie, Diaz doesn't continue to kidnap and murder people. But theoretically, do you agree with Maria that the right thing to do is to kill your friend to save a life? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you have it. And you don't. No, I I don't. For some reason, I don't. All right. That's fair. Thank you. So let's move on right now to a segment (laughs) called Dear Big Ones. And so this is our final little segment. And this is when we get listener mail. So they're sending in one of our listeners is sending in a, a question he needs our help with. Dear Big Ones, almost two years ago, my girlfriend and I got a second dog. I already had a dog before we met and started dating, but ever since she was young, she had wanted a dog, so we got one. And a big reason we were able to get another one was that we lived walking distance to where I work, so I was able to come home in the middle of the day to take care of both of them. She has a long commute and is often away for 10 plus hours on weekdays. About nine months after getting the second dog, we broke up. Mm -hmm. It was a mutual decision and there's no ill will toward each other. But after she started seeing someone else shortly afterward, it became very emotionally tough for me. This was exacerbated by the fact that prior to breaking up, I agreed to continue taking care of her dog. She moved out, but not very far away. So she still drops off and picks up the dog on weekdays before and after work. So while I certainly like the dog, there's this connection to her that I cannot shake and it's continued to take some amount of emotional toll on me what should i do i know i'm doing something helpful for someone i still consider a friend and i like the dog her dog also likes my dog a lot but i don't think i can really move on from this past relationship until i drop this connection to it should i taper off or just cut the cord entirely this is something that's been stressing me out for some time and it isn't easy to talk about because it's such a strange situation signed perplexed in pittsburgh whoa you guys get emails like this yeah whoa that is awesome listen perplexed in pittsburgh yeah, this is a lot to unpack, and it sure is. I I really that is amazing that you are sharing this on this platform. I know. Uh, yes, thank you for your um, candidness. Now I am not a. Um, I've never had a pet. Really? Wow. Why? The, is there any uh, allergies or? Uh, my my family, they're really into things being clean. Sure. And so, but now I want to get a dog because I, I think that's odd like I'm like I should I should mm-hmm. try this pet thing out and um and it's my, nice it's a nice to have it's nice to have a companion I love my pet yeah so that's the thing like I think it would be nice to have another uh heartbeat in the house yeah. and someone who waits for you when you when that's you come nice home to think of a heartbeat in the house I love yeah nice. that's nice and um so I don't know if I'm I'm gonna 
Perplexed in Pittsburgh, I'm going to give this my all, but just I just wanted you to know where I'm coming from. Sure. I think you need to you need to cut ties completely. And this dog what is her responsibility ultimately? And I think you need to say like this is your dog and I can't and listen, your other dog likes that dog, but there will be more dogs. Or my, I agree, but there's also, you know, I'm not sure how much she's willing to take care of the dog. It seems like she's kind of a, you know, um, what do you call Irresponsible it? pet owner. Yeah. And, um, uh, or like a weekend dad, isn't that what they call yeah. them? Weekend, mm-hmm. weekend moms. And, um, so I fear for the dog's well-being is my only thing because of what you said is that she has to commute. So this dog would never be around people. So my thing is, I mean, is there a way to adopt the dog and to say, listen, I don't, you know, this back and forth thing isn't working for me. If you can't take care of the dog, then I will help you find a home for it. I I can take the dog or I can help you find a a home for it. But um, because I care for the dog, I don't think, you know... But then again, that's not his place. But I think it is because she is putting this, you know, I think absolutely you cannot continue on as you're doing. It's Mm -hmm. an inappropriate relationship. It's very odd. If you're going to start dating someone else, that you have this tie to your ex, even if you're friends. It's just those are the sorts of things that are too intimate for friends to really be doing and only because of the way it started. So it's not good for your mental health. You need to get out of that situation. And I totally think it's kind of you to suggest that he um, adopts the dog. I think that's a really, you know, if, if that's something he's interested in, he could totally in a nice way approach that subject. And then otherwise, it's it's really not your responsibility. And you need to, if so if you go to your ex and you say, if you offer to adopt the dog, you also need to accept whatever answer she gives. Agree. Yeah. And, if you, and if you offer that, then you are also, new boundaries need, are going to need to be put in place because if she says no don't adopt the dog the she's not going to say let's just keep it how it is yeah or she might say well i'll just come visit on weekend it's like no No. it's not your responsibility if you want to adopt the dog you're totally in the right to bring that up otherwise cut the cord she you know if she's a decent person she'll figure out another situation she's capable of it you should let her know this say listen because she was never a dog owner right beforehand so as someone he had a dog before he met her said he he needs to say to her it's not responsible like keeping the dog yourself the way that that you know you're never home and all this stuff is not responsible and i need to let you know this that if i'm not taking care of the dog you need to find uh, another route or else this is not good for the dog's well-being like he has the responsibility to do that if he if she doesn't want to give the dog away or give the dog to him he needs to let her know that well yeah she, there's many services she can hire yeah. to come walk the dog in the day and he did say she was a good person i think maybe the harder piece of this is really saying goodbye to the relationship. I think you're yeah, right. Because you're right. she will, even if it means that the dog is with a group of dogs or she has to hire someone to walk the dog, um, and then you feel bad, what, because now she has this this new cost in her life. But she's an adult and she needs to figure that out. 
Yeah, and um, it's not your response. You're never going to move on if you've got this, if you've got her tied to your life in this way. And I just also want to say, perplexed in Pittsburgh, like, I really feel for you and that you that you are having this problem and ending a relationship. It, it, it kind of takes a long time even when the person is out of your life. And this just sounds like one one big piece to just get you back to being on your own. Cause when like you mentioned the fact that now she's in a new relationship and that's what really started mm. to mm-hmm. weigh on you with yeah. the dog relationship. Like if she had stayed single, it would be fine. But now that she's in a relationship, I feel uncomfortable. I think this means that you need to get out there and take care of yourself and it's going to be tough, but we're here for you. That's yeah. Good. I think that's really good advice. And, and just know like, it's great to be friends with your exes, but you, there needs to be some separation and space before you really transition to, to just being friends, you know, to yeah. let those little areas of your heart close to your friend and to a lesser extent to the pooch as well. And it doesn't mean you can't ever see the dog or your ex-girlfriend. It just means that you just need to, it's a little yeah, bit she too can't rely intimate. On you. She can't rely on you like that yeah. anymore. And she needs to be aware of that. Yeah. But thank you for writing yeah, in and thank you for listening. Um, can everyone hear that beautiful music Matt's playing in yeah, the background? I don't know if they can. It's beautiful. It's That's a, so nice. It's a rec, The house is a rec center. <laughs> it always is podcasts getting made people yeah. singing yeah. playing guitars in the next room it's a very creative nice. household I love very it nice. yeah I'm gonna come over and hang out all the time you guys <laughs> yeah, you should yeah I'm, I'm Maria here. in your yeah, home yeah no I'd love so. to have you Maria's always here yeah <laughs> I'd love to have you well Jen thank you so much did you have a good time I had such a great time thanks Jen um so where can people find you online if they want to follow you okay so I'm on Twitter, but I don't even know my Twitter name, and I just, like, I don't even go there. Okay. So forget Twitter, guys. <laughs> um, but I love Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram uh, at Jennifer Zaborowski. Uh, and, yeah, that's where you can find me. And upcoming, like we said before, um, Like Father. Like Father on Netflix. And then I'm on the television show Heathers, which was supposed Ooh. to come out. And then um, because of some of the stories in the show they pushed it back um so i hope it comes out this summer i so that's you're what they're saying yeah i pop i i i pop i keep popping in that's great fun um what network is that on that is on the paramount network which was spike tv so it's a brand new network Ooh. very cool um, on the yeah. ground floor yeah it seems fun fun, fun. Yeah, i'm yeah. excited for that i hope it does come out this and, summer and uh, <laughs> get your eyes opened and your ears opened for we need to talk about Britney, which can be will be able to be found on iTunes. Yeah, it's coming out at the end of May, I think, but it's going to be really fun. We've got some great guests, and each episode I break down on um, each of Britney's albums. Wow, but I would love to be a guest on this. Oh my I gosh, mean, I have. I, I I'm. Do you talk about her song "Dear Diary"? Yes. Oh my gosh, wait, all right, we're going to talk after, okay. and then we're going to, you're okay. going to come on. Because I have a lot of thoughts. It's, and then she also has Email My Heart. Email My Heart. Oh. We are, we have a lot to t- oh, talk wow. about. But I break down our albums, and more than that, it's like, where were you at the time of this release album? Wow. Yeah, I got, I got, oops, I did it again, on my six, 16th birthday, I believe, um, and I got the poster at the same time as well, so oh, I man. hung that right on my wall. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> uh, and as always, you can find us on Twitter at The Big Ones Pod, and you can email us at uh, The Big One. 
You can email us at thebigonespodcast at gmail.com. And when are we going to come back from our little hiatus with season three? I'd say give us two or three weeks. Yeah, we'll we'll put an announcement out. But in the meantime, join Patreon and you'll there's going to be no lapse in content there. So. Yeah, there, there's going to be some fun stuff. And also, please email us if you have a drawing of any of our um, characters that we've done on our show because we want to make t-shirts and mugs with some of our, our improvisation characters that we've come up with. So email us. All right, guys. Okay, thanks for listening to The, the Big Ones. Ones. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.